2: Hello, and welcome to the Why Is Your Bottom So Dirty podcast? The podcast that tries to get to the bottom or the smelly bottom of your issues.
3: It's a podcast, and we believe that no one's born with a smelly bottom. It's the things that happen to us along the way.
2: So join us as we interview different guests each week, trying to work out what their problem is and then solving it.
3: And you might learn something at home. And welcome to the podcast. It's a podcast. Uh, to which degree does your butt butt stink?
2: If you were here with us, you would smell him. Absolutely reeks of stuff. Have you
3: heard of Crystal?
2: I didn't. Healing. I thought that you said you'd not met your father, and now you're well, pushing should we give her some advice
3: on how to be more confident.
2: Absolutely. If you, if you haven't got a vagina, just find someone that does, and then um, speak to that vagina instead. Is there a doctor on this plane? Well, there is. If you're travelling on the EasyJet flight from Luton to Mercia on December the twenty third, and there's certainly only one doctor on this podcast. That would be me. But we will listen to my colleague for transparency.
3: that's taking the wind right out of my sails. Bonjour, or should I say hello? It's Claire Cares, reporting for Business. And just remember that you don't have to be a fully qualified spiritual healer to do it. Just give it a try. That's what I do. Okay, hello, goodbye.
2: And joining us today, we have... Hello, I'm Todd. 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 Love that.
3: What a name, what a guy. Thank you. Favourite drink?
4: Orange juice. Mm. Favourite flower? Lily. Favourite mother? Mine. You're right just the one mother just the one for me that's, that's was that was that ever a problem
3: for your dad yes
4: <laughs> absolutely for my dad my well my dad never saw my mother as my mother i don't think so no. was he a cheat right
3: that's uh, what i was
4: getting at. big big cheat mm-hmm. a, lo- a, a love yeah. cheat and a game cheat a, a love cheat a game parlor cheat parlor games parlor games charades He would just say immediately out loud oh, what he was s- acting out was it, i'm smelling
3: a spoil sport
4: uh, real sp- spoil sport, but that's not how he saw it. I think he very much saw it as, um, he saw himself as the bad boy of charades. Okay. <sighs> a bit like Nasty Nick. Very much. Na- that's who my father is.
3: Nasty right. Nick yeah. from EastEnders okay. or Big Brother?
4: Big um, Brother. Big brother. Yeah. Right,
3: because it uh, was a Nick Dot Cotton son. Yeah, not him. So Nasty Nasty that was Nick.
4: an actor, I believe.
3: Right. So that's not your father.
4: No, although we did see him play King Rat in Pantomime. Lovely, think, the whole family? Yeah,
3: 94, yeah.
4: And yeah, mum, dad, brothers, sisters? Mum, Nasty Nick, uh, three brothers, three sisters. Okay. Oh,
3: sounds like a lovely night on the tiles. Now Afternoon, let's it was
4: get... a matinee performance. How old are you, Todd? Uh, I'm 20. And how old's Nasty Nick? 56.
3: <laughs> it all fits together for me.
2: <laughs> under, no problems here. <laughs> We've not
4: spoken in a while, so I don't know how old he is now.
2: Okay, do you think he might have stopped ageing after you spoke?
4: Or last... sped up?
3: It can You never
4: know. He cheats at everything.
3: He cheats. You think he's cheating life?
4: Quite possibly. Yeah.
3: And is he? He's he's spoiling games, but is he spoiling his pants?
4: We never discussed the pants no. area.
3: Okay. Well, moving. And on. what do you
4: mean by spoiling? In what sense?
3: Uh, Doctor Benjamin Jones. Like
2: ripping or just getting a size that was maybe too too big or too small. I'm sure it's happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sure
4: it's happened. Well, they're
3: very in fashion these days, aren't they? Clothes that look like, you know, you've uh, had an accident or something. You know, I, I saw some uh, teens the other day in the sort of ripped clothing. And I said, oh, well, your mother should get you, or your father, please, get you some new mm-hmm. threads. And they went, oh, no, no, Mrs. Uh, cares. You know, we... Um, they knew you? Yes, they knew me from the radio, I imagine. And also I live next door. Yeah. Jingly, jingly, listen...
2: What do you do for a job, uh, Todd?
3: I'm, just, well, I'm between. Great question.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm between uh, employment. and the, I was working in advertising for a long time, and it just wasn't fulfilling mm-hmm. my needs. So I'm uh, training to be a butcher. Thank you.
3: Wow. Okay. Chopping up um, animals, etc.
4: Chopping up animals. Yeah, that's it. Really.
2: Mm. Is that is that why you want to be a butcher? You like being around
4: dead animals? I like meat. Mm-hmm. I like I like the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. The cold the coldness. Thank you. I get very hot, so I like working in the fridges.
3: Yeah, and putting the meat next to your skin, or is that just
4: quite? You're supposed to wear gloves, mm.
3: but sometimes
4: I'll I might go skin to skin, and then that'll be my that'll be my meat. Then I won't sell that meat.
3: That'll be mm-hmm. just for your personal use. I'll
4: say yeah, a bit of something for Todd, mm. and then I'll go skin to skin.
3: Okay. <laughs> kind okay, of Building up a vibe right now. And what's your favourite animal to kill?
4: Well, I don't kill the animals. You see, that's a that's a common misconception. Mm. They they arrive dead. They arrive at my parlour like, dead. And you yeah. like
3: that part of it?
4: If not. Well, yeah, it's e- it's easier certainly. Yes, yeah, a
3: bit of dead meat.
4: Some people say that the chase is better than the catch, but I I would say catch the cat. Well, not even the catch. The the dead animals is better than chasing the alive animals. It's less pithy, but have you ever
2: chased a live animal?
4: Uh, I have, but mainly in jest. Okay. Was it a cow? It wasn't a cow. Very difficult to chase a cow. Mm-hmm.
3: What were you going for when you did the chase? I'd like to envisage this. Was it a chicken?
4: Uh, no, it was not a chicken, um, although I'd love to chase a chicken.
3: Well, that if anyone's got a chicken that Todd could chase, please call in on the number you know.
2: Yeah, just send us in a chicken and... Uh... Send us in a
3: chicken A we could come to you if it's outside uh or very near Milton Keynes.
4: I'd love that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no problem.
3: Making dreams come true, one chicken at a time. And it's Care Chaos on the Radio today.
4: It was a
2: cat. Oh. Chased a cat. Chase the cat?
3: If any animals
2: uh, turned up um still alive at the butcher, at the butcher house. Mm. There was one animal, so you had ten cows delivered, but one of the cows is still alive. Mm. Would you um cherish that cow or would you would you sort of help it join the others? Foul or
3: foe? Mice or mo? No. No. No, <laughs> no. I didn't know. Yeah. No, I thought it might be a game that I could Have see. another go. Okay, okay. Go. Thanks for believing in me, Dr. Benjamin Jones. It does mean it a lot. Okay. <clears throat> Take it away, Claire Gares.
2: So you've got nine animals. No, 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 I think you've I've got it. You've had your chance. I
3: think I've got it. You've got I think nine I've got animals. I think, I think I've got okay, it. Okay, here we Foul go. Foul or foe, mice or mole, what are you going to choose to take your toll?
4: <laughs> okay. What was the original question?
2: Radio fun. If an animal turned up and it was still alive, how would you deal with that situation? It really depends on what state the animal's
4: in emotion in. It's a cheetah. It's a cheetah. Mm. Mm. You got nine cows and a cheetah. So nine cows and a cheetah. Yes. And the cheetah's in the the truck, the delivery truck with the cows. Yes. And the cows are
2: all dead. The cows are all dead.
4: Well, fir- the first thing I'd say is the cheetah would be very cold. I don't know how the cheetah mm. would react to being that cold because, of mm-hmm. course, they're from uh, they're from another country. Ah, mm-hmm.
3: oh, ah. Oh, but he's got a little jacket on.
4: He's got a little jacket on. Mm. And this one's from Wales. And it's a Welsh cheetah. I see. Um,
3: He's dressed he- head-to-do in wool.
4: Are we sure it's not a sheep?
2: It, it was a sheep, actually, <laughs> yes, yep. It was and you got that very quickly. I'm impressed by that. So you're 20 years of age now. How long has your butthole smelt?
4: Ever since I can remember. Really? And so how it's far a, it's can a you remember? Oh, good. Thank mm, you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. It's my first... Um... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Claire does get giggly around the boys. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Toddy. What am I like? A big old flirt. Could you not
4: call me Toddy, actually?
3: Okay, sure. Um,
2: Can I call you Toddy?
4: Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, um. T Dog? Mm, Hmm. I think it's just Todd. Just Todd, the name. Just just the the name. Uh,
3: But change the D to an E and you've got yourself a toad.
4: No, it's just Todd for you, okay? (laughs) It's (laughs) it's not how they spell toad (laughs) traditionally. (laughs) T T Dog, answer the question, please. I've forgotten the question now A D to an A I'm How, sure. how yeah. When did you How long can you remember back? It's my first smell memory Mm-hmm
2: And what was that smell? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And Claire's just being <laughs> I think Claire's, she's being Claire's, sick Claire's vomiting in the sick In the sink
4: <laughs>
3: No, it was my tea Oh, that was my tea It was just this word Smell memory <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> Why don't you check out my blog?
4: My first smell memory is of my own uh, my own bottom. Mm. Um What did uh, that smell like? Oh. Well, it's a long time ago now, but it still feels quite vivid. Um
2: uh, smoke? Smoky smell. Yeah. And was it a uh, uh, nicotine? Or was it one of them fruity?
4: No, like a wood smoke. Wooden smoke. Campfire. Campfire, campfire, campfire. Got that, yeah. Smelt like a campfire.
2: News just in: fix it with aspirin.
3: And your dad, you say, was nasty Nick. Let's get back to this because that's okay. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Now, did he go into the house before or after he was um, parenting you?
4: Oh, it was after. Mm. So you knew him pre-nasty Nick. Pre, yeah, he was just he was just Nick or Dad. And mm. now you're pro-nasty Nick. I'm not, I'm, I'm pro Nasty Nick for, uh, he was very much a spanner in the works of reality TV as a format, mm. but not really pro so Are him you as pre a dad. Or, Are
3: you pre or pro? That's what I'm trying to get Am to. I pre or pro? Yeah.
4: I'm pre but also pro. Nasty Nick.
3: Mm.
4: I'm pro Nasty Nick. Mm. I'm anti Nasty Dad. Yeah. Mm. Was Nasty Nick at the campsite? See, I don't think necessarily... I was at a campsite. I think just the smell was was like a campfire, like a woody, smoky smell. And it was coming from your bottom? It was coming from my bottom. Mm.
3: Wow, there's so many things been thrown in the air, questions really, and very little answers.
2: Where did you go to university? I didn't go to university. Mm. Was you touring? Hmm. Was you touring? Touring?
4: Yes. Why? Touring what?
2: A butcher's tour. No,
4: you don't really get to tour as a butcher. Okay. Yeah. necessarily uh, you sort of stick to stick to one shop but what if people want to see you in a different shop
3: Sunderland, you know they've heard about a butcher um who you know it's got nine dead cows and a cheetah and like, oh I don't know. we'd like to see
4: well this that's guy it's a nice idea but i'm still t- training so i think you very much need to you need to be 10 years in the game before there's that sort of uh, appetite for people who want to come and see you tour Surely. as a butcher Surely,
3: and how many knives do you have
4: Oh, well, I've got the whole roll of knives, so mm-hmm. I can probably fit about 16 or 17 into my current roll. Mm. All different sizes. Yeah.
3: Carrying uh, them around on a daily basis? On a daily basis? On
4: a daily basis, yeah. Well, mm. I keep I keep some of them at the shop, mm. all on the wall. How does it make you feel to know that I
2: know a chap, actually two years younger than you, mm. who can Anything. fit 24 knives
4: in his person? Well, I'm not happy about it. So you're unhappy? I'm very unhappy about you that. You need
3: somewhere to dream, somewhere to go. You know, eighteen, an 18-knife 18 man, you know? What about next Christmas? Something to aim for.
4: I keep spaces in the knife roll just to remind me that anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Ah. And it sounds like if he's 18 and he's got a full set of knives, where is he going to go now? Yes. So you've got the ambition to surpass him. Yeah. 6 I've got six more knives within me. mm
3: You've got the ambition, you've got the drive, and if you don't mind me saying, you surely got the looks and I wish you every success in the meat industry. Thanks, Claire. And I say that as a vegan.
4: <laughs> who's
2: your best friend? Me? No, Claire, this isn't about you.
3: Right. Okay. Todd, who's your best friend Dr. Benjamin Jones like to know?
4: My boss at uh, at the butcher's. How old's your boss? He's he's probably in his 80s now. Mm. He's the head butcher.
2: And do, you think, do you think that's a bit strange that you've got a, a best friend that's 60 years older than you? Uh, I
4: don't think it's strange.
2: You said it in a way that suggested that it is definitely strange. Mm.
3: Well, a lot of You're people... like,
2: I don't think it's strange.
3: <clears throat> There's more to this story. That's what I picked up.
4: A lot of people would consider it strange, but what I would say about them is... Um, Open they... your mind.
3: Open your mind. No. No. Sorry. Close <laughs> your mind.
4: Close your mind. Yeah. Mm. Close your mind. Okay. And, and what else would you say? Um, well, you, you haven't met Nigel.
3: I haven't, actually.
4: No. If you'd meet Nigel, he'd be your best friend as well.
3: I'm a vegan, so I don't think that's actually true. And also my best friend is called Hillary. She loves white wine o'clock. And that's every day at three, bloody Hillary! Mm-hmm. <laughs> bit, bit I was actually problem.
2: haunted by a woman once who mm. had a, a dead relative called Nigel.
3: Them. news just in you don't have to use aspirin
2: so how long have you been best friends with him uh, ever since i've worked at the shop so how long was that
4: maybe three years since you were 17 17 so you I started recruited you quite young didn't and when i was to... working in advertising until i was 17 and then yeah and how and what was your position in the advertising
2: firm boss you're the boss at seventeen. Yeah, so it's quite a big job to give up to just to be a butcher with uh, an eighty-year-old
4: man. It wasn't fulfilling me, and then I saw Nigel working one day, um, and he's a pretty big—he's a pretty big fish in the meat world. Mm. Oh. Um, the thing about Nigel is, you say that I don't kill the animals, which is true. Nigel actually does kill the animals. He will.
3: Is he C- CRB checked? Uh,
4: no, not as far as I'm aware. Maybe
3: something to uh, pursue.
4: Okay.
3: You know the advertising industry, if I can take you back Um, Now we uh, run a radio show as you know, you're on it, Mm -hmm. and we've actually made some um, advertising jingles ourselves. What's your one? Uh, Claire cares inside and out Claire cares for you and your family Oh yeah, it's Claire cares We haven't got the Tune uh, <laughs> official tune yet, but it's going to be something like. No,
4: that. No, that's brilliant.
3: Is that lovely? That's brilliant. Is it lovely to you?
4: Brilliant. Now, what I've
2: noticed there, Todd, is that mm. Claire Cares has um, just presented you with something uh, pretty <laughs> terrible. But you've been very supportive and very encouraging. Is this mm. a reaction from your childhood? What was your what was what was the response from Nasty Nick when you said you were going to quit being the boss of the advertising firm? To chase your dream of being a touring butcher?
4: He, um...
3: That is a lovely question.
4: Dr. Benjamin Jones. Thank you. He, uh, he made a few sounds that I'd not heard him make before.
2: Can we hear them now? If it's not too painful. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm.
3: And
4: then he... You know the expression, tear your hair out? Mm-hmm. He physically tore some hair out of his head. Wow. Right. And um, Threw it on the floor.
3: And w- when he made these grunting Messy. sounds, there was nothing, um, I don't want to say sexual. There was nothing sexual about it, was
4: it? It was just... No, gosh, like... no. No, no, no. He wasn't a sexual man. No, okay. I mean, he had an erection when he was doing it. Mm. Yeah. But that to him wasn't, that wasn't sexual. That was, that was the erection wasn't
3: part of the job. Functional it's
4: part of the job, functional. It was a practical thing to him. The erection was the erection was an intimidation tool mm. right. rather than being anything sexual, yeah. And would he'd you... use it to open doors. Oh, okay. Oh, it had a very oh, so he could open up doors. That's quite okay. handy. That's yeah. handy. Actually. When he was Was younger, he a locksmith, um, no, but it, well, not not professionally, but he could do it, but he could do it if if needed. If, if, and when if, he was younger, he broke both of his hands so, um. In his formative sexual years, the only way he could get from room to room was by using his penis, penis, yeah. I've Mm.
3: heard about that before, actually. It must be very troubling. Mm.
4: Not for him, he liked it.
3: Daddy! I
2: don't want to wash your hair! Now, how does it make you feel if I told you that I I know a father who could not only open doors of his penis, but he could also steer a car? Does that make you angry?
4: I, I, I... what I would say about that is, yes, it makes me angry. It makes me a little. Je- it makes me a little jealous. So mm. it's sort of back to the. I'm getting the same feelings as you, about your friend Knifey. <laughs> yeah, knife the knife man. I thought
2: there might have been a narrative there.
3: Doctor Benjamin Jones, are you um, picking up a theme here? I feel like you feel like you're picking up a theme. I thought, Well, I don't want to commit to
2: the theme yet, Claire. I think Toddy, dig, dig. how's
3: your body? <laughs> okay, it's Claire Kays on the radio, livening things up with the song again.
4: I'm sorry about I that. Went in how does he, tra- without... does he trap it in the, in sorry, are we the all just steering ignoring wheel?
3: Sorry, are we all just ignoring that song?
4: So it... Does he trap it in the steering wheel and then manoeuvre well, it around like that? or It's it's
2: actually, it's he's got a, um, it sort of moves, as it moves towards the steering wheel. Hmm. Um, it splits in half because, as you know, you can't uh, steer with just sort of one arm on the wheel. So it splits in half, and then it's uh, six, six bit, o'clock. What it? splits in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think once again you've not been paying attention.
3: Claire. No, I do. I zone right what? out. Why don't why don't, why don't
2: you have a guess what we're talking about?
3: <laughs> Was it a, P, a member? A P, uh, uh, a a sling song? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. So even when not, when, even when you're not listening, you can still guess the tone mm. of this show very much. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> The doctor will see you now. You've not spoken much about your mother. Is she still around?
3: Mm.
4: She's she's now and again, yeah. Mm.
3: Pops in, pops out.
4: I, see, I don't know how, how often would you say is normal to see your mother.
3: What
2: is she wearing when you see her?
4: It depends what time of day I see her. 12pm? Nothing.
2: Nothing at noon?
4: Nothing at noon. Is she a nudist? Uh, not officially, I don't think. She just spends a lot of time in where she lives. Mm-hmm. Pottering
3: around in the nitty.
4: Pottering around in the in the in the nothing, nothing at noon.
3: Well okay. saving and money on clothes.
4: Does she make
2: does does she make you look at her?
4: She doesn't make me look at her. No. But it would be very odd to go around to your mother's house and refuse to look at her.
2: Mm. Don't yeah. you agree? Yep, I think yeah. it's definitely um a fair Well it seems point like now. there's
3: no issues there. Um what's your favourite colour?
2: Mm. sort of red bright Bright red. Now, that's interesting.
3: Ah, okay. Finally. Take it away.
2: Finally, we're getting some details here. Todd, I'm going to say a word now. Go on. And and you're just going to say the first thing that comes to your head. Okay? Missing. Why? Danger. Red. Cliff. Richard. Person? Cliff Richard. Now, I've not um, heard from Cliff Richard for a while. No. He's very much gone missing. Yeah. Why do you associate uh, Deadly
4: Red with Cliff Richard? I am... Um, it's going to be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was six, we went to see Cliff Richard at Hyde Park. Was what it the a summertime? What
3: childhood, in a way.
4: Hmm? Was it the summertime? It was the summertime Burning Did Sun. Did he
3: sing, Summertime.
2: We're all going on a summer holiday.
3: No more meat industry for a day or two.
2: (sighs) Todd is going to push me off a cliff one day.
3: And he knows he is too.
4: I don't think that that happened. I don't think that that happened. Ah. That that it feels like a dream that I had. Mm -hmm. And now you're telling me Cliff Richard's missing. Mm -hmm. To be honest. Sometimes I have trouble distinguishing between... Reality and dreams. Okay.
3: To be honest, it does sound a bit far-fetched.
4: <laughs> it
2: was a test. Cliff Richard is alive and well. Just keeping a low profile since <laughs> okay. the allegations.
3: What just wrecked the psych? What just
2: wreck the psych? psychology. psychology. Okay, uh, a little psychology test for you now, Todd. Okay. You're, <gasps> a, you're a goldfish. Just imagine you're a goldfish. I know you like animals. Yeah. I want you to... Are you a goldfish? Are you, have you got yes. that far? If okay. you listen yes. to me,
3: I'll do the sound effects
2: Thank you, thank you, Claire. Now I want you to describe your habitat
4: for me. Okay, um, there's a little castle. Okay. Some, some uh, little stones, gravel. Mm-hmm. I can see into the. I can see into the outside world.
2: Right, and what's in the outside world?
4: It's a lot of war. There's a war. There's a war. A war. Right. Bad war. There's. Um, A lot of men with their heads have all come come apart. Right. And there's an old woman crying and looking at the sky. Mm -hmm. And then a little child with a dirty face. Mm. But I'm okay because I'm in my tank. Wow.
2: That's very interesting. I asked Todd to describe a habitat for a goldfish.
3: Mm. I heard that.
2: And Todd immediately
3: Mm.
2: imagined himself in a goldfish tank. Or I also, bowl.
3: I also heard that. I was really listening this time.
2: Why did he not imagine himself in the great big ocean?
3: I knew, Todd, you've That's got issues coming out your asshole. Now
2: you, at seventeen, was the boss of an advertising firm. Correct. You had ambition. Now, at some point, you have lost that ambition, and now you are a non-touring butcher who imagines himself. <laughs> As a goldfish trapped in a bowl, where is your ambition and when did it leave you?
3: For the second time today, Dr Benjamin Jones, I would like to take my hat off to you. You've solved another bloody pudding of a crime. Carry on, Todd.
4: Well, this is the first time I've found out that my ambition left me. Really, I thought I was just going into a new world and soon I'd be rising to the top of the butcher game. But now you put it like that, I think you're probably right. I, I felt like I was fulfilled in the advertising world, but mm-hmm. there were things that there were things that I could have done. Todd. Yeah.
3: You ever been to Dreamland in Margate? No. Because you're living in a bloody Dreamland right now, mate. Okay.
4: Thank you, Claire. In what Thank sense?
3: You. Well, you do not know your arse from your elbow, and you you you're gonna need to.
4: I think that's a very bold claim, Claire.
2: And if you want to know which is which, just smell your elbow. If it doesn't smell, it's your elbow. Do you, do you think the pressure that your father put on you has maybe um, maybe you just sort of, you couldn't handle the pressure? You couldn't have nothing was good enough for Nasty Nick. So you, so you decided to scrap it all in, um, leave your brilliant job as the head of this advertising firm, become a butcher, and then get your um, fiery arsehole. And I've just one, that had an smell. idea. Claire? I've just had an idea. Okay.
3: Okay. I'll tell you later.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Do you think you basically sort of decided that you just can't handle the pressure anymore? And that is when your bottom started to smell and when you decided to become a butcher. Do you think you're happier as a butcher? Do
3: you want my idea now? Okay. Okay. Now, here's an idea. Um, what you do is you reframe your father, Nasty Nick, where all the problems come from, as Nice Nicholas.
2: Mm. And then Saint you Nick.
3: restart your life. Okay.
2: Imagine you're... Start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine he's Father Christmas.
3: Okay. And you say, he's a nice guy. And everything, you build him up, build him up, build him up. Always refer to him as a nice guy. See if the positives outweigh the negatives in time to come. St. Nicholas.
4: And I like that idea as well, because he wears red Father Christmas, which is my favourite colour.
2: Thank you. So you've already associated that.
3: And you've put a positive spin on
4: the red. I I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. Thank you.
2: That's no problem. Um, And, of course, we can't ignore the real problem here is that your um, 80-year-old best friend is obviously touching you inappropriately. Claire, any more
3: thoughts? He's a grown adult, to be fair. So, I mean, you know, let them live in sin.
4: (laughs) What's inappropriate, though? You know, he's a butcher. Mm.
3: Yeah, no, I, I I am very much This is where me and Doctor Doesn't mean Venture he has Jones to, to
2: butcher your arsehole every Tuesday
3: Yes, he does He's a trained Let professional Let love live, please You find love in the funniest places Once in the Asda Oops aisle Actually, I got very lucky a young man called Peter <laughs> yes we got a pie for 28p <laughs> back we went what did you okay. call it the Asda oops aisle, yes the Asda aisle. the Asda aisle. you can get discounted items if you go in at the right time Sunday night 5pm on you go basket full of surprises
1: why
4: is
2: your bottom so dirty solve it with a tablet
3: or hug a tree <laughs> is it I'm going to mention Todd's very small ears, Doctor Benjamin Jones.
2: I hadn't noticed them, Claire.
3: All the be- I hadn't noticed
2: them because they're too bloody small.
3: Yes, of course, did she? But very. But I wasn't
4: aware this was. Oh I mean,
3: no, I mean it in a positive way. I don't. I, I didn't I,
4: feel like an issue before I came in here. I, I, and now a, I feel like rather than sorting out my issues, you two have have added to them. Yes. Well, we've exposed
2: them. That's what yes. we do. Yeah. We we allow people to see their problems. We
3: leave them flapping in the wind, and it's up to you if you want to go and chase them down. Okay, yeah. Clecio is on the radio today at four p.m.
2: I have to say this hasn't this hasn't happened before. But your arsehole actually smells more <laughs> since you've been speaking to us.
4: <laughs> I've noticed. I'm not sure
2: that's a good thing or a bad thing. Do
4: you think I don't notice that? I'm sitting on it. <laughs>
3: yes. Yes.
4: Oh, dear. I feel like I'm sitting on a cloud.
3: Mm. We've really let you down, actually. It's
2: quite distressing for us.
4: I feel like a horrible Cupid.
2: Mm. At what point are you going to leave?
4: <laughs> no? No?
3: Okay. Well, it was lovely to meet you and lovely to meet you. And that's M-E-A-T. That's because very of good. Thank you. Do We've... you mind
4: if we use that?
3: No, please go ahead. Call it uh, meet you up and meet you down.
2: L- lovely to meet you. And what I do when I uh, get some food from the butchers, I say, lovely to meet you, E-A-T, and then when I eat it, I go, lovely to eat you.
4: Oh. That's good. Yeah. Could, do you mind if we use that? You can use that and if you want. And
3: you could also take it down one more, at lovely to... No. No, Claire. That was wrong. Claire, you idiot. Never mind, Claire. fool of yourself in front of the kid, Todd.
2: Never mind Claire, it was a good effort And if there are any cats out there listening And if you do see Todd in the street Don't forget he does like a little chase chase every now and then
3: And a little tip for all the women out there To my sisters Always buy your bra size A couple of sizes too big And that way you can grow into it Bye Claire Are you staying on?
2: I'll stick around
4: Are we doing anything now? I thought you'd left Pop back in
2: Your arsehole stinks, fuck off